Yes, yes, yes. We are live and in color. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Thank you all for coming in on to the on today's show. Again, this is your host, Champ Franklin, and we are live and in color. All right, here we go. Getting started right here. Yes. Absolutely. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast where the redefining the conversations around intimacy. In a world where connections often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. This isn't just another talk show. This is ground. This is a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we dive deep, right? Uncovering myths, peeling back layers, engaging with experts and having real life stories and uncovering insight that challenges everything you thought you knew about closeness in relationships. Whether you're navigating in the complexities of love, seeking deeper connection, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of the human body, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. as we unravel the secrets of what it truly means, truly meaningful connections. Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, where every episode is one step closer to you experiencing the soul of meaningful relationships. Thank you all so much. I am your host, Champ Franklin, and I tell you, we got an amazing moment right now. I have a gentleman coming in who is a motivational speaker, speaks all around the world, and he has seen a lot. There's one thing he has not seen. He has not seen three years of marriage. He's been married only two years. And so we're here with him today to talk about intimacy and his perspective to see, to answer our question, because our question that we're wanting to figure out is why is, how is it that we get intimacy wrong? And without further ado, I got my guy on board. His name is Frankie. I'm I'm Chet Frank, and this is this is no correlation. We just connected. The the the, the um, life has just brought us together. And so, Frankie, are you there? I am there, sir. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We 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 can hear you loud and clear. Just want to let everybody cool. know. So, just give us a little bit about yourself, um, Frankie. Um, talk to us, and and we want here's here's something here's some some background of you give us give us a little bit uh well i am from the island of saint lucia uh i currently live in atlanta georgia been here since 2008 um i'm a i would i would like to consider myself a people observer um, mm -hmm. i like to observe the human the human species and just kind of come up with the you know i think we we are walking contradiction, so I, I I like to observe that and just see how it plays out uh, between people. Okay. Um, I love to motivate, uh, inspire people to be themselves, inspire others to to you know embrace the fact that they're different. Mm -hmm. and even though we may have similar backgrounds, similar interests, there's always that slight thing that just makes us different from the next person. Absolutely. 
Well, excellent. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Um, this is to give you a little bit of background, Intimate Discoveries. Um, I am the, the founder. And so I'm on this quest right now. Um, just a little bit back history. I was married 22 years, um, just went through a divorce um, a year and a half ago. And um, pr prior to my divorce, um, as she was leaving, she had she would start having an, an affair, right? She was yeah. doing her thing. And I can see all, I'm in Okinawa, Japan. I can see this whole thing going on on, on the camera, right? Oh, wow. And and I started studying intimacy, clinical sexuality coaching, so, and learning this stuff. And the reason why I, was, I started studying was because she was a licensed marriage and family therapist. And so um, we were doing um, retreats in um, Blue Ridge, Georgia. We had, you know, everything. And so things were going well, right? And yeah. so I wanted to learn more because I was getting ready to retire and and then there you have it I, i'm seeing this thing going before my eyes and um i'm like oh my gosh and so I'm, as i'm as i'm still studying i i come across um well first of all i learned that um a woman has 14 arousal zones um, i'm a certified <laughs> clinical sexuality coach i'm like damn um i know i missed at least there are 14 i know i missed eight of them <laughs> Right? Do you know how many arousal zones a woman has? Did you know? Uh, I didn't know the quite number, but I know that there there's a lot. And okay. uh, just on that on that little you know that little part of their body that uh, we call a clitoris, there's a it has a lot of sensation on it. So right, 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 right. So this is a, a good time that you're on this because the clitoris is not an arousal zone. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> The clitoris is not an arousal zone. So an arousal zone, um, one of the biggest ones is her brain. Okay. Right? The nape of her neck, her back, her stomach, her pubic mound, her arms, her feet, right? Yeah. Just naming a few of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, an elbow, right? The middle of her arm, her hand, her wrist, right? Wherever, you know, even her back, you tickle, you know, the, the small on her back, just touching that right there, the back of her neck, right? Just touch, just causes her to, to feel some stuff, right? Yeah. And I didn't, I, I didn't realize that I had those, that, that those things were there, right? Toes, right? Um, but, but and that they, that those were arousal zones that would get her aroused, right? And would be more fun, right? It's like yeah. having a, 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 a a Mercedes Benz S six hundred, and you never turn on the heated seats. Oh man, <laughs> right? So and so that's what that's what we what and so as I'm looking at this thing, and then I and then I, I'm studying intimacy, and then I I've come across this book. Um, she comes first, and then I learned that because um, this is about fellatio, and it started talking about. How you know? Make sure your hands and stuff are, are met, well manicured. If you're gonna be going, if you're gonna go down there, make sure your face is well shaved and groomed and stuff because that stuff hurts, right? Yeah. And then I was reading this book, um, the woman's anatomy of arousal, and so she was like, "Hey, um, never enter a woman unless she is highly aroused because it hurts." Yeah. And I, it just really just just blew my mind that. I, I knew that I was there a couple of times or a lot of times where she wasn't highly aroused and I heard her. Yeah. And so I started doing the math, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, if I just did this two times a month, 
that was 480 times that she was hurt that had I just listened or did something different that um, she could have, we could have had a great sexual pleasure. So it, it, it was very uh, apparent to me why this other guy was there with her because he listens. Yeah. And so I'm like, Damn, man, right? So, and then so I'm studying, I come across this definition of intimacy, right? And so, um, and so I wanted to, to hear what your perspective is on intimacy and how intimacy has played a role in your life. Um, I I think intimacy for me personally is is the is like almost the whole package. Um. Okay. What package? The package in in that 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 that. It's almost like the newness of a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. when you, you first get into meet someone, you you know, y'all spark spark each other's interests, and everything is just flowing perfectly. Um, you're sharing how you how you, you know the things you like to do. She's sharing the things she likes to do, and okay. you have that discord, and you know y'all find that that natural match, and you're like, oh my god, this is perfect, and it seems like that's almost the peak of intimacy in a lot of relationships is at the beginning. Okay. And so how do you sustain that? Sustaining that that's, that's the tricky part. Cause I think, I think people just get complacent. Um, I think people get a little delusional at times mm-hmm. with, with, you know, we, as men, we, 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 uh, we, we, but to put it so bluntly, women, they say women uh, get married for financial stability and protection and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And men usually get married so they don't have to work as hard to get what they want, which is <laughs> we all know what guys want, right? No, no, we don't know what guys want. Guys want really? to have guys usually want to just have sex. Like that's usually what's on most men's mind. Like right to it and, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I think I think. When you get married, you you tend to like not have as much focus on bringing, like you said, the arousal zones and, mm-hmm. and doing all those things that you would normally do in the beginning, right? And you right. just you just kind of get lazy, you kind of get complacent, like you know, right? Oh, why she don't want to come on to me, or I might not, right. you know, you, you you let your ego get the best of you in a sense. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share one thing with you, right? Because this is all a learning pro- learning experience for you. So a Princeton behavioral ec- economist asked 1,000 women which life activities made them happiest. What do you think that was? What life activities made them Wh- happiest? Which life activities made them the happiest? uh vacations <laughs> okay good 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 and oh, do you have another one um i would say going on going out on dates going out on dates okay all right perfect so women rank sex as the number one activity that made them the happiest oh wow okay so 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 to say that women don't get married for sex is something that we need to clean up a little bit yeah because you have that on you have that on your hard drive that that your wife don't really care about sex i won't say she doesn't care about it 
I I would say she probably doesn't think of it as much as probably I do or or oh, beautiful, does. beautiful, you know beautiful, I mean? and 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 this it's is not, something. It's not, it's not to say that she that it doesn't make her happy. It's just the the I, to me, mm-hmm. I I'm coming from a place where I used to think about it all day. You know, right now now right. not so much because I have other things I got to focus on and. Mm-hmm. You know, building a future and stuff like that right. is, is more of my focus now. But when I was single, that was right. kind of, that was kind of my mind frame. Like, Hey, right. let's just think about it, you know? Right. Absolutely. So let me ask you this here, right? Um, do you know what the most, that the best experience that anyone could ever encounter in the world is? The best experience. The best experience, the best feeling that anybody could ever attain. Do you know what that is? No. All right. It's a female orgasm. (laughs) Okay. So the greatest gift, the greatest experience that anyone could ever have in the world is a female orgasm. And so to say that. I, you know, and, and one of the things that I, I learned is the one of the reasons why um, women don't really have enjoy sex with some men is because we're not fun, right? Yeah. Right. Because you you just wanted just your weight, and um, there was a again. I'm just I'm throwing numbers out there. And there was a study of 555 women, and they asked them, what is the easiest way for you to experience an orgasm? What do you think? Well, I'll just tell you. Only 6% of them said that straight penetration was the easiest way for them to have an orgasm. Yeah. 6%. So to have that conversation to be able to have have a safe space where you can even have that conversation with her to say, hey, um, what's the best way for you to experience it? Yeah. Where you can, where which way do you want to go? Because you know, there, in fact, I, I told you it was 14 arousal zones, right? Yeah. I, I didn't tell you that there were also five erogenous zones around her vagina and inside her vagina. Okay. So we got 14 plus nine, right? And then 14 plus five, 19. Yeah. 19 areas on a woman, right? That can bring the most exhilarating experience. And we miss it. Gotcha. I, I, I know I missed it. Do you do you think you miss you're missing something? Of course. Okay. So, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the, the definition of what intimacy is, right? And then we're going we gonna to continue to build upon that, right? Yeah. Um, and so this is what helped me really, really, um, really through my mind and helped me to, to really see um, that I had it all wrong, right? And so intimacy, is we define it as intimacy is the level of commitment. Positive, affective, cognitive, and physical closeness one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal, although not necessarily symmetrical, relationship. I'm going to say that again. Intimacy is the level of commitment 
and positive affective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal, although not necessarily symmetrical relationship. Okay. All right. Now, there are four core components of intimacy, right? The first one is cognitive intimacy, right? Which is just exchanging thoughts. Yeah. Sharing thoughts and ideas with another person. So you can actually be intimate with your wife at the lowest level, just exchanging thoughts in a positive, effective cognizant that, that she walk away with a level of closeness that you have provided her just by sharing a thought and, a, and giving her a safe space where she can truly share. Yeah. Right. And then the, the second level is emotional intimacy, um, exchanging feelings with another person, which is deeply rooted in the value of self-disclosure. Okay. Right. So we got cognitive and then we have emotional. Um, how are you, what, how are you, what do you, when you, on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate your emotional vocabulary? Uh, I'm my vo emotional vocabulary. I think it's about a nine, about, about a nine. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you say you have a nine out of ten emotional vocabulary. All right. So name me twelve, because you twelve emotions, twelve feelings. Twelve feelings. Twelve feelings. Um, yeah. Sadness, happiness, love. Um. I don't know. Joy would be one. Okay. Uh, All right. Anger. Anger. Okay. This is five. Dis disappointment. Disappointment. Six. Um. All right. Perfect. I'm sure I could think of a little more. Okay. But... Perfect. No, you said you were nine at ten. You should at least ran off, <laughs> ran them off, right? Yeah. Right. So, so let me, let me say this here. Right. So I, one of the things that I, I realized that, um, being married that I, I was emotionally numb cause I grew up in a drug house. Okay. My dad was shot when I was in sixth grade. And so, um, growing, you know, taking care of my dad and, <clears throat> and feeding him heroin, cocaine and all other stuff, um, required me to be emotionally numb so I can do what my dad needed me to do. Right. So when it came to emotional intimacy, I, didn't exchange feelings, not the the real feelings, right? Because I remember I can't be, you know, sad or scared, right? Yeah. Right. So because you're not you 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 can't express sadness and you can't express scared, right? Um, that we have uh, on that on the feelings with us. So under because you can't express scared. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve feelings, right? That your wife could present to you that you can't even connect with. Yeah. Right? And because you can't be sad, right? You got another 12. So right now you got 24 opportunities to connect with your wife and like me, right? Um, the, um, the operator says, sir, I'm sorry that call does not go through. 
Sir, I'm sorry. You are you have yet to energize that area. Yeah. So we cannot make that connection. I'm sorry, sir. That call does not go through. So how does that how do you feel now understanding that? Um, because have you ever told anybody that you feel crushed? Yeah. You say I, I feel crushed. Yeah. You say I feel defeated. inadequate. I feel I feel defeated. I feel like I'm not good enough. I've, I've said okay. those things to people. You said you said you feel defeated. You're not insecure, but I, yeah. I, I ask you, but insecure is a part of scared. Yeah. Right. And so that's what we want. That's what we're talking about. Being mad, um, angry, rage, hateful, critical, right? Frustrated, selfish, right? You're not mad. You're selfish. Yeah. Right. And but but only way you can actually experience these is if you have a safe space. And someone has given you permission to feel. Yeah. Right. All right. So so what, now we're looking at this. So how do you how does this play now into um, how you see your marriage and how do you see. Um, you know, because you've been married two years, right? Yeah. Okay, and so one of the things that that you have to look at. Oh, I I I, I didn't finish the other parts, other components of intimacy. All right, so we got the lowest level is cognitive intimacy, mm-hmm. like we said, exchanging thoughts and ideas with another person. Then we got emotional intimacy, which is exchanging feelings with another person, which is deeply rooted in self value of value of self disclosure. And then we have sexual intimacy, which is being attracted to another person. And choosing to share one's body in a form of physical contact is touching, right? Affection and sexual activities. Yeah. Right? That's sexual intimacy. And then we have spiritual intimacy, which is sharing thoughts and feelings regarding religion, right? Okay. And morality, right? So, but sexual, spiritual intimacy goes, you know, up and down, and, and it can be synonymous with any of these, these areas, right? Yeah. The thing is that we is because intimacy is a level of commitment. Um, are you familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs? No. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, says that um, that the lowest level of the lowest need that a person has is food, water, physiological needs, which is food, water, shelter, and warmth. Okay. Right. And then there's the safety need. So after you've gotten your food, water, and shelter, your next need is to feel safe. Safe, okay. Right? And then after that need is, after the food and, and the safety need is, is fulfilled, then you have the um, emotional need, which is the feeling of loving and belonging. Yeah. And that's a hierarchy, right? You can't skip. Right. And then there is the esteem need, which you once you once you have gotten your food, water, shelter, warmth, safety need and loving and belonging, you start feeling good about yourself, about yeah. your relationship. Right. Yeah. And then the self-actualization, which is at the top where creative activities can flourish. Right. So in order for us to be able to experience emotional intimacy, there has to be a safe space. Right. You got to have a safe space. Yep. Right. So what what you have, what problem do you think um, happens 
Um, and it, it, what challenge do you do you see any challenges with having a safe space in your marriage? Um, I would say in the beginning of our relationship, there was a, a it was a challenge just, mm-hmm. to find, just to find out how each other each person communicates. And, mm-hmm. You know, I won't say the buttons that 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 we kind of press, but like just to to learn our communication skills because everybody is very different. So, right, right. Our so, communication so, skill versus mine will be vastly different. Right. So I want I want to run run some numbers by you. Um, that um, in America, right, it's the sixth largest. Um, of, is ranked number six when it comes to divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with this, um, forty to fifty percent of marriages, married couples file for divorce each year. Forty to fifty percent, right? And African American women divorce rate is higher than any other women of any other race. They're at a thirty-eight percent point, thirty-eight point nine percent. Do you can you think of why that is the case that black African American women, black women have the highest rate of divorce amongst any other women of race? Um, I could think of several reasons. Okay, well, let me give me give me give me give me just give me two. I think it's uh it's almost by design, um, systematically, and I think that uh. Just, just the we're we're so damaged. As I'm not a Black American, but I can see it from the lens of somebody coming from the islands, mm-hmm. coming up here. That it's it's a lot of damage that's not been resolved. Mm-hmm. That, that you know, the communication the communication between man and Black man, Black woman is is completely broken down, and it needs a lot of repair. It needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of work. Um, What if I told you that it really is not that the mental health component of dealing with unresolved traumas, that is important, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But do you see it when you came to America um, and if you needed help with anything, is there like a community that you can go to? Uh, Not so much. Is there you? Is there anybody that you can? If there's that you know, if I can, I can come talk to them, or you know, if I wanted to go somewhere, um, I know that I, I can be safe in this particular area. Not, no, not so much. No, okay, no, no, no. Okay, so, so can you tell me um, what have you? If you've seen a safe space for a black woman, uh, they recognize they recognize safe space when you came to America and you as you've been observing because you are observer. Mm-hmm. Right? Have you observed any safe spaces for black women? No, not too many. Other than what? other than other black women that that kind of share they 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 story. other black women. Okay, okay. That so other black women is the other. That's the only one. Yeah, that you know. And now nowadays I hear about therapy and stuff like that, but therapy yeah, and stuff. Okay, when okay. When perfect. Came up, no, there was there wasn't too many. No. Okay, perfect. So, and then, so have you observed any safe spaces for black men? Man, not really. <laughs> not really? No. Okay, all right, perfect. So, um, so it is safe to say that one of the reasons why black women 
out of all other women who um, divorce, their rate is high, is because they do not have a safe space. Okay. Whereas we know when a white woman calls the police, somebody's coming to help her. Yeah. Indian woman, somebody's protecting her. She ain't nobody calling her a bee, nobody degrading her. Matter of fact, when it comes to white women, you know, you know how what well, we degrade them as Karen. And Karen is a whole person. Yeah. Whereas a bee is 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 only good for making babies. And that's it. Yeah. Right. And so when it comes to a safe space, so now that we don't have a safe you there's not a safe space for a black man, right? And there's not a safe space for a black woman. How do black families experience intimacy in their relationships? It's probably going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah. Okay. And and where's your where's your wife from? She's from uh, South Central LA. She's from South. So she's she's a black American woman, African American yeah. woman. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Right. All right. So um, one thing you didn't mention was that um, a black man is a safe space for a black woman. Right. Yeah. And you didn't say a black woman is a safe space for a black man. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so by the time we get to. Well, let me ask you this here then. So how so since black men don't make it on the list for as a safe space for black women, um, what's your plan, right? To convince your wife that you are a safe space. Uh I I I, I tend to try to treat my relationship like a, a job. Um or or see I'm a I'm an entrepreneur, so mm-hmm. for me it's it's I have to do everything. A lot by myself, um, which means that I, I I tend to do a lot of things. I tend to wear a lot of hats in in what I try to accomplish. So I take the same approach in in my relationship in in being very attentive to to her needs um, and communicating if I can't, you know, provide those things at that time, um, and just communicating, checking in frequently um hey how you doing mentally you know asking the questions mm-hmm. instead of waiting for her to to kind of like tell me stuff sometimes i will ask her even if i had to put it into multiple choice of you know just kind of gauging her mood and her emotions and and seeing hey what's going on did somebody say something to you mm-hmm. you know i could kind of tell when something is not right mm-hmm. in that in that department and if it right. is me i'll i'll you know I tend to make a lot of jokes or crack jokes sometimes. And, you know, if, if, if I did something, just let me know what it is. You know what I mean? So, um, I tend to just be on top of that a lot. Okay. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, well, when you said that you treat your marriage, like it's a job, a dart went through my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh my gosh. Um, that, could hurt because um and and being on here i'm not going to be judgmental mm-hmm. uh because I, I i had the opportunity to be judgmental but i so and so to, re, to relieve me of that 
Um, can you explain more what that means that you treat your marriage as it is, as if it is a job? When what value say, that you have on it, the value of it? Yeah. When I say a job, like I look at a job differently than most people look at a job. Most people look at a job as a nine to five, you clock mm -hmm. off, stuff like that. For me, a job is making sure, you know, I, I do, I do a lot of painting. I paint homes. I do home, home service mm -hmm. uh, business. So I go into these customer homes and I try to provide as much satisfaction to them while I'm there, while I'm not there, they could call my phone. Hey, I got a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I tend to tend to, to go above and beyond just because right. there's, a, there's a lack of that in the market. Mm -hmm. So I, I tend to treat my relationship the same way. Okay. So, put, so put, in, put in as much effort as in, in it um, to be able to, to get the best out of the situation. Mm -hmm. So what makes your wife unique if she's like a job? What makes her unique? Yeah. If you got, you know, painting, you know, chipping paint, you know, drywall, plaster, customers calling, you know, what makes her unique if she's like, she's in a job field, she's in a job pal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put, say, put it in a job pile. I would, when I say a job, it's more of an analogy than to say it's actually a job. When okay. I say job, I mean, it's more just so putting in the work because everybody just, everybody based everything on love a lot of times, mm -hmm. and, you know, people will be like, oh, couple goals, you know, they see when people are friends or my friends see us, they like, oh, I just want what you guys have. They don't see the work that that gets put into behind that. They don't see the constant conversations. They don't see the 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 the, the constant checking ins, constant mental evaluations on both our parts. Hey, I'm not doing so well. I'm gonna need some help this week, or you know whatever the case is. Like, so it's just that constant communication. Right. So when I say when I say a job is is okay. I don't want to I don't want to categorized as a job is more of an analogy like i'm just putting putting in a level of work that i don't i don't you know right so 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 here's another analogy that will probably help you from this point on right okay right Are you, what's your what's your religious background uh, i grew up catholic you grew up catholic right so you all right so you know that jesus loved the church right yeah and it says, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church and gave himself up for it. Yeah. Right? So that would be a good way, a good analogy to refer to your wife. Like Jesus loved the church, that I give my life for her, right? Yeah. Don't, don't, I, 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 I ask that you um, not use that analogy again um, because she might not tell you that that hurts okay. it could it, it could hurt and it's not um a good way to to because again job people quit jobs right yeah so there you have the divorces is in is in the works because again it's, it's once the, this job has an ending right <laughs> so but i but I, I'm, I'm here um, so that you can have an amazing marriage, amazing relationship. And so um, one of the things that um, that we looked at is, um, so does she have, do you have like anything that she complained about that you don't do? 
Um, you get like four things. Yeah, I think I I think I could be a little more romantic. No, 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 no. So so you so you saying that you have four things, right? Can you come up with four things that that she complain about that you don't do, or you can be better in? Uh, be more romantic. More romantic is one of them. Okay. Um, I would say being a better planner. Being a better planner, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not. Yeah, that's the only. That's. I think that's my two weaknesses. Okay. 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 Perfect. Right. So right now, so when when I as I was studying intimacy, right, mm-hmm. and what qualifies me to have these conversations because I I I really looked at the hard questions, right? So I went down the list of stuff that my wife asked me to do, right? Like, can you sleep in on the weekend? I'm like, I ain't sleeping in. I'm a military guy. I ain't sleeping <laughs> in. <laughs> you kidding me? We get, you know, the Army does, does more before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. I'm yeah. in the Navy. I got to beat the Army. <laughs> well, I would say, I, would say I, I'm, I got to wake up the worm for the early birds, right? Yeah. Stuff, stuff crazy, stuff like that. So after 20 years, right, I had like, like eight or seven or eight things that um that she was complaining that I wouldn't do in over 20 years. So I said, come on, we've been married 20 years. Come on now. Give brother a break. But what I found out is that for me, I took off 10 points for each one of those things that were on the list that I could do. Right? Gotcha. And so after 20 years, um, I had a 20. I was failing as a husband. Yeah. As a high reliable partner. Because you can plan. Right? So so let me let me look at this here, right? Let's look at this here, right? So when we go back to um the, our definition of intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the, the definition? You said that it was uh I remember the four the four intimacy things. It was no, but I want to go, I want you to go back to the definition. Um, it's a level of commitment and positive, effective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal relationship. Okay. Right. You 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 are familiar with fractions, right? Yeah. And you cannot divide. How do you divide fractions? How do you divide your? Uh... You go with the bottom number, I think, from the top number? Yep, you, you do the reciprocal, right? Yeah. yeah. Put it at the top, right? So what happens if you take one-fifth and you put five over three um, oh, and, and, and try to multiply the other fraction? It's not true reciprocation, right? True. Right? And uh, me growing up in a drug house, I realized that if I, because I wasn't reciprocating, Truly reciprocating, right? Truly giving her what she asked and exchanging it, right? That I, I, I skimmed off the top. Yeah. Right? And if I was in the streets and I was dealing with a drug dealer, I'd be dead by now. Right? Yeah. So just looking at those two things on your list, if you were, are you, do you have two things on your, on the list for your customers? That you don't do? Probably so. They they mention it, and I'll try to take care of it. 
you do you try to take care of it or do you take care of it? No, I take care of it. Um, perfect. So now you treat your job, your work, your business. You, this could be positive. You know, this could be partly true, right? You treat your your wife just a little bit less than your job because her your clients get a hundred, get what they what they put on put on the contract. Yeah. Right? And you make sure that the contract is fulfilled before you leave. And then they say, hey, you missed something. What do you do? Go back and take care of it. Do you go back and take care of it with, with, with a smile or do you go back and take care of it frustrated? Oh, with a smile. Okay, perfect. So now when your wife tells you that um, you need to be a better planner, how long does it take to get that done? Uh, I, I won't say it takes long. I would say it's probably the, the um, the, no, no, you told me that the consistency behind it. Right, 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 right. You and you said the consistency behind it, right? Yeah. But you you are consistent with your your clients, right? Yeah. Right. So how how do how do we, and so. How do we experience a level of closeness, right? If I can't rely on you to just plan it, to be romantic, you know, it's been like a. When last time you brought flowers home? Uh, a couple, or last month. That, yeah, last month, right? Yeah. And, and we and remember we talked about those arousal zones. Yeah. Right? And the biggest one is her brain. Yeah. Right? How you just bringing flowers home. I, I, I can say, and I'm going over stuff that I didn't do. But when I saw this divorce coming down, it's, it's bearing down because the, 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 the divorce lion roams around seeking who he can devour. And right now he devours 50% of marriages, right? And so here I am sitting in the lion's mouth. <laughs> ain't nothing I can do now <laughs> right? right and I was looking like man and I just because she, she told me she liked flowers see this, these are hard conversations that I had right that I was honest with myself I was like man I just if I just brought flowers on man I, I had I got like I, I keep like $70 in my pocket right yeah and and the flowers at the at the grocery store like you can get them a nice bouquet at like twenty bucks. Just bring them home and help her to feel her best, right? Yeah. How 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 hard is that? That's not hard. Do you, do you think you can do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the thing, I, I would say this here, right? Um, because you, your wife is she about to have a baby? She she delivering a baby tomorrow. Um, that uh, a whole nother. This is this your first child? Yeah, it's our first child. Oh my god, this is amazing. This is her her moment to be identified as a mother. The bringing in your child made sure that it came through. She. 
did, did she did she smoke while during the pregnancy? No, no. Did she drink during the pregnancy? No. Did she go to McDonald's often? Fast food? No. Okay, so she made sure that your baby had the best environment to grow and flourish so that they're given the best possible life. Right? Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what what, what are you taking away from this this conversation right now? Uh, It's a lot of wisdom. A lot of mm-hmm. wisdom, um, you know, identifying the the areas that I I can do better, um, and so mm-hmm. just 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 trying to create a I guess a more of a, a a higher level of that that type of communication. And and the thing is that. Um... The reason why I have you on this phone right now, on this call, is because I do not want you to be on this side of the of the marriage. I don't want you on this side. Got you. Um, because on this side hurts. On this side, um, children abandon you, right? <laughs> yeah. They turn on you because when they see their mama crying. And they know who did it. Um, they don't feel too pleasant about that. <laughs> and they then so things um, that you cannot control gets out of control. Yeah. And and how they feel. And so I don't want you on this side. So so now that we're looking at that, right? So those flowers, those are, remember we talked about the, um, the, the one other thing that I did not, um, I did not learn that while I was married, that there was more to me than just being a provider and protector. You know how they told you that you're, you're the man is a provider and protector? Yeah. Right? There's actually more to you than just being a provider and protector. What's some of the things you think that that you are are more that you can bring more to the marriage that you're responsible for? Um, advisor. Uh, you have a computer near you. Uh, yes. Okay. I want you to pull up Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Oh, you know what I can do? Because um, I want you to see that you actually can provide these things for your family. That you're responsible to making sure that your family has a safe space. And that you have a safe space. That your wife should be able to come talk to you and you not be in your feelings. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm typically never one to get into my, into that place of uh, my feelings if somebody says something to me. (laughs) No, we're not talking, so you just, so you remember you talked about earlier in in the conversation that, um, that she used to, she used to push your buttons? Well, well, I was saying the beginning 
I won't, I won't, that's why I said, I, I won't call it pushing more of a button. It's more of trying to figure out each other's communication skills. Cause I'm more of a direct to the point. Let's get it out of the way. She's more of a, I'm gonna keep it to myself. And I'm, right. gonna say, I'm gonna say it when it's more of a calm, when I'm, when she's more calm. And right. that's something, that's something that we had to learn. Cause I'm like, Hey, let's talk about this. And she's like, no, I don't want to talk about it right now. You know, I'll talk about it later. And I'm Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's, let's figure it out right now. If I'm doing something wrong, tell me right now. Don't wait till two weeks later to bring up something that I did. You know, that, that, that was, that was more of a thing. So I'm not really one to get in my feelings. I just kind of like to just, you know, be more direct with me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong so I could try to correct it. You know? Okay. Well, well, the, 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 um, what I learned um, is that um, she's never going to ask you to do something you can't do. She's never going to ask you to do something that you cannot do. I'll give you an example. Can you tell me the, the two things on your list that you were saying? She didn't ask you to, she know you can plan, right? And she know you can be more romantic. She know those things are in you. Yeah. Right, ain't nothing on the list. She can tell, ask you to 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 fly. She didn't even tell you to fly. She can tell you to fly to across uh, the street, or wave your arms and fly across the street. She know you can't do that, but she asked you to do something that she know you can do. And True. what I what I saw was that um, I had a twenty right. Sergio had 20. And, and so the frustrating part is that you, I'm walking around with my chest poked out because I'm Lieutenant Commander of the United States Navy. And I go through the gate, folk salute me. But I got a 20 as a husband. Yeah. Right? So, so what, what I'm saying to you is that, I mean, I'm going to give you some things that you can, that you can, I'm going to give you two things that you can take home with you that will um, help you, right? And one of those things is I want you to, when you talk to her, you ask her, hey, are, are you in your best space? All right? Mm-hmm. And what happens, what do you think you do if she say, yeah, I'm in my, I'm in, I'm in my best space? You said, "What do I? What do I do?" Yeah, what would you do if she said, "Yeah, I'm in my best space." I'll, to me, I'll ask her, "What does that look like?" Okay, and then so, and then so she said, "Well, I, I'm just feeling good." And then so, when that happens, right? You, your follow up from this point on, right? Because I want you to to be focused on experiencing your wife in her best space. Right. Okay. And it's not going to be at a hundred percent, right? It's not going to be perfect, right? Yeah. But you can get to ninety percent, right? Just, just strive for ninety. Just be a, just be a a husband. Not a hundred husband. Not just get, just get the a, get the ninety percent. You good, right? And then, so when she said that she's not in her best space. 
thing like, hey, babe, is there anything I can do to get you to your best space? Is there anything I can do? Right? And we know that she's what she's going to ask you to do is um, that's something that you can do. Man, I do I do the exact thing that you're saying, and a okay. lot of times time she'll be like, <laughs> "You're doing good," because I, I I do stuff that she doesn't. A lot of times she don't think that she needs, or she don't right. think you know is 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 important. You know what I mean? Until she see me do it, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't know." You know, it could be something small as just you know, like washing washing her clothes you know what i mean right. if i know she, mm-hmm. she's having a rough day kind of stuff you know most most i i know for a fact a lot of men don't even touch the clothes <laughs> you know what right. i mean like, right i'm good with putting it in the washer and the dryer and she's good with folding it you know so right we, we, we developed that system so for me it's just it's just if i see it's, it's laxing or something or Whatever the case is, I'll jump and take the initiative to do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, she's not even thinking that it's important. But when she sees me do it, she's like, "Oh, you know, thank you." You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's a, there's a lot it's of times that I, I I go above and beyond in other areas that may not necessarily mean uh, being romantic. I mean, you know, as far as as far as uh like active romance and stuff like that. I I, I do, I, I have gotten better mm-hmm. from the beginning of the relationship. I've gotten better. It's mm-hmm. still work I got to put in, but um, like you said, it's not, it's not something that I can't do. Right. And, and, and I think the, the biggest part um, that you, that I want you to also, we talked about being in her best space, right? Yeah. Right. That you asking about her best space, right? And then, um, because we we already identified that there's not many safe spaces for black women, and black men don't don't make the list of safe spaces for black women, right? Yeah. So one of the things that you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to register as a safe space for your wife consistently. And how do you do that? How do you register? You know how you go down and register to vote? Make sure you got your voter ID card, right? That right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you think that you can register with your wife as a safe space? Um, I think I think uh having those uh uncomfortable conversations. Those, those uh those ego testing conversations. I mean as a man, you have a lot of things that test your ego and, and hurt your pride a lot of times. Right. I take so, it I take it on the chin to to be able to to have those conversations that may hurt my ego at the time, but would probably make me a better person after the fact. Right. So so um when it's when it's um I, I and and the thing is now when when I work with men and they talk about their manhood and their ego and stuff, I I often ask them, put your I want you to put your ego on the table so I can see where she where she crushed your manhood. I want to see it. Put it on the table. Let me see it. Right. Yeah. They can't do it. 
So oftentimes we're defending somebody that don't even exist. You're right. And unless you um, bring it up, right? <laughs> unless you bring up this, this imaginary friend who got hurt that you can't even show us where he got hurt. You can't even, you fill out a claim and you can't even show damages. I can explain what happened. No, I want you to, I want you to show me where the damages are. Do you have a picture? Do you have evidence? Do you have any evidence that that happened, that that was hurt? It's the only thing you going telling what you saw. And she was like, I was just trying to present this information to him. But for some reason, he brought this guy in here who keeps, for some reason, he doesn't realize I'm the queen. And when I present something that everybody under the queen's authority, right? Mm -hmm. um, because she's bringing the stuff to the king. Right? And then you bring this little guy in here who wants to be disrespectful to the queen. And then he gets his feelings hurt and you're like, oh my gosh. All right? So, so what, so what we're going to do, right? In order to, to register as a safe space, right? I want you to, um, to just say to her, hey, hey, sweetie, um, is there anything you'd like to share? Right? You just, just, just say, hey, is there anything you'd like to share? She's like, no, no, I, I don't, there's nothing I want to share right now. I'm like, well, hey, I want you to know that I just gave you a safe space to say whatever you want to say, and I already put my ego in check. I already put my feelings in check, so they ain't even here. It's just me and you, baby. Yeah, I, I, I've done that. I've, I mean, I've, I've right. I'll give you. I'll give you an example of of a of a, mm -hmm. of a safe space that I've I've for me. I I knew she, for her it was difficult having a kid. Mm -hmm. I, I would say difficult. I I think mentally she was kind of on the fence just because mm -hmm. of, of the the black uh pregnancy mortality mm -hmm. rate right mm -hmm. um, so when you know when she found out she was pregnant or mm -hmm. <laughs> i kind of told her she was and, right you know she, <laughs> she took like seven seven of those pregnancy tests i i knew it was gonna be a difficult hill to climb mm -hmm. not just for for uh for her but for me you know what i mean mm -hmm. right and the that little man you said is he came around like you know and, and it's not something that I, I really shared with her it's something mm -hmm. that I, I had to internalize in myself and say hey you know like why did uh -huh. why why is it so difficult for her to have a kid like why you, does she not want to have my baby you know that that's mm -hmm. what the the little man in me said right Right. The bigger man said, you know, you know that this is a difficult space for her. Right. So I didn't I didn't present that to her. Mm -hmm. um, later on in the pregnancy when I I, I, I kind of made a, a it was like, hey, you know, tell me something. Did you wanna get, you know, did you wanna have an abortion? Did you even think about having an abortion? And you know, we that's my that's that's I created a safe space beforehand mm -hmm. before I asked the question. Mm -hmm. but I asked her the question and she said, I did, which didn't mm -hmm. hurt my feelings because I knew that she did. You know what I mean? Like just right, just right. just knowing right. her, I kind of knew that 
that she did. Mm-hmm. And that just that just comes from me paying attention to her and the things mm-hmm. that she says. Um, so my ego wasn't hurt necessarily. So mm-hmm. I internalized a lot of my ego things and I kind of, you know, talk myself through that versus lashing out because a lot of people mm-hmm. would lash out. You know, oh, I don't want to talk about that shit right now. Oh, I don't want to talk about this right now. Or, right. or whatever the case is. I don't, mm-hmm. that's not something I do. You know, no matter how difficult the discussion is, let's have the discussion. You know, we may right. not agree on everything, but let's at least have the discord to find out where the, that that place that we could actually meet at. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Okay. So I'm going to, um, okay. So, so now that you provided a safe, so you provide a safe space four months ago, five months ago, right? That was just for that instance. That was just for that instance. I, I got it. But what I'm saying is that, remember, you have to continue to register, right? Yeah. Because, because, uh, and when you do this, right, you take the, and because you've completed all your assignments, right, you got all your stuff done, you ain't concerned about her complaining about something, right? And if she complaining about something because you want to be an A-husband, you're going to get it done. And watch this, the way that she want to do it, that she want it done. Yeah. Because that that's her stuff. And if I'm giving you something right now is like golden, right? When she asks you to do something, right? You should be able to get your jobs done, like you get your job done for your clients within one hour. Because you that dynamic dude, right? You motivational speaking all around the world. Yeah. Right? You should be able to get it done within one hour. And get it done the way she wants it done. Right? I, I, I saw this happen right before my eyes, right? Remember I told you I saw the guy going in and out of my house, right? Yeah. He was not working in my house. Right? He wasn't mowing the lawn. He wasn't doing anything else. Everything was going just the way she wanted it done. And she was happy with him. And so I like, oh my gosh, I here I am putting all this work in, right? And she ain't even want this. And had I just completed my assignments, right? The way she wanted it done, which I could have done them, right? Because I'm, I'm an elite dude. It's just that I let that ego get in the way. I let that, you know, that little man get in the way. Or I wanted to come up with, with creative ideas at a, on a job that you don't work. Now, you ain't even a supervisor at the job. <laughs> you have no authority. And you had, a, you had her on her job, right? This is me. I'm talking. On her job, trying to put in proposals for a project that you want, that you heard about. And so as you're moving forward, man, Frankie, I'm telling you, um, it's okay to get it done the way she wants it done because you want to get a good grade, right? Yeah. And you want when you get a good grade, when you make the dean's list, what happens? Hmm? You should get honor roll. You, you, when you get the honor roll, your kid come on with the honor roll. Guess what? You're going to be happy, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to be doing some exciting stuff, right? She get a little horny when you when she see the the, the the guy who made the president's list, right? 
sustaining superior performance over 17 years, right? I got a safe space where I know I can come talk to my husband about anything. His, his heart don't race when I say I got to talk to him. Because he, 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 he is a safe space for me. And I can just come to him. I don't care what it is. He going to listen. And he, because he know I ain't, I ain't, I'm on his side. He gonna listen. I'm just gonna bring something to him, and he gonna take care. Within an hour, we go, we going on upstairs and getting the tub. <laughs> right. True. Right, and 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 so that's the other thing too, right? Um. So we 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 looked at one uh, registering for a safe space, right? Providing that safe space. Hey, is there anything you like to share? And then there were times she's like, "No, I don't have I don't have anything you, you, that I want to share." And then so your response to that is, "Okay, hey, listen up, baby. The moment that you have something you want to share, you bring it to me. You let me know I'm here. I want to provide a safe space for you to talk, share your feelings. And I want you to feel. I want you to know that you are right how you feel." So that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna do for you, okay? Because I'm because I'm that dude. You can come to me anything, cause I got you. I'm your I'm your husband, right? You you walk around with that kind of confidence, man. You know you're getting all your stuff done. Everything else starts getting better. Kisses become better. Rubs get come better, right? Right. Yep. Other things happen, right? You know, just going on upstairs and just just take it off. <laughs> you you made it dangerous again. I'm just saying, right? Yeah. But that happens when you when you are a high reliable partner, right? And so when when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I want you to 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 um, look at that safety need, right? And then that emotional need a feeling of loving and belonging and you all can will not feel a sense of loving and belonging if you don't feel safe right um so now in my do you have a question you want to have a comment um what about the other side of that what what side the the man side of that. Beautiful. Remember you're in, in a reciprocal relationship? Yeah. That she has to reciprocate. Period. You make sure that, hey, listen, hey, baby, I, I need a safe space to be able to talk to you about how I'm feeling without you disagreeing because I don't disagree with you no more. The days of disagreeing with the with the smartest woman I found in my life is over. Yeah. Right. I ain't disagreeing with her. No, you see, you kidding me? Oh, you just a yes man. No, no, I'm not. I'm. I let her be right, and I be right when it's my turn. It ain't my turn to be right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ain't it? Ain't my turn. And when you go home, she's going to be like, babe, come here. You make me feel like I belong to you. 
I feel so safe. I, I love how how this relationship, how marriage is, right? Yeah. And then I'm I'm, I'm gonna lay hands on you, right? And then just think about now that she can share those things, and you you already know that she got fourteen arousal zones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get together and, and talk more about that. Um, it, it it's a whole nother experience that you can have, right, with your wife, and it can be fun forever. Because she has a unique, intimate expression. And you also have a unique, intimate expression that in the only way you're going to be able to see it if you provide a safe space for her to show it to you. And uncover. That's why we have unveiling connections. You're going to unveil this beautiful woman, right? I'm talking about amazing. Now, you're getting ready, you're getting ready to get a woman you've never had in your life. You are about, I'm someone like in two days, right? Tomorrow, you are going to get a woman you've never had in your life. So you got to start over learning. Yeah. And one way you you learn is to show up for class. Take notes. Study. Be prepared for the test. And then complete it the way she wanted done. If you don't get anything else from this here, right? Complete the task the way she wanted done. Don't worry about all the other stuff. This way she she won't. This is her stuff because it's her stuff. It's her stuff. It ain't your stuff. You you take care of your car the way you take care of your car. Yeah. Right. You get up and fix your stuff whenever you want to fix your stuff. You fix your stuff. The way you want it done. Nobody put their hands on it. All right. All right. Does any so so what what are our take home assignments? To study. Um study my wife more. Make sure I uh pass the test and the stuff that she wants me to do, not the stuff that feeds my ego. Right. Um, because your ego don't is not even can you can't even hug them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so we so we got remember we talked about the main one thing is that you gather you you deserve a safe space, which I didn't know that I did I I I was entitled to a safe space, right? Yeah. You deserve a safe space and for you to be right. Yeah. Right? How you feel is right. No, you don't feel that way. That's not that's not right. No, that's how I saw it, right? And how I saw it is right. What you did triggered me, right? You you were with her when she was down in a in a we learned days. Someone was grew up in a trap house. You you weren't there, so you don't know what triggers me. What I see right now that could trigger me. Yeah. And all I ask is that you don't trigger me, baby. Don't do that because I don't want to. I don't want to experience that anymore. I don't want to relive that anymore. Can you not do that, please? Because it hurts, right? Yeah. And the same goes for you. 
hey, baby, I don't, I don't want to be triggered. I want to be in my best space with you. Right? What do we talk? What, what do we? What do we say, Frank? You think we can do this? We can have this talk again. We can talk more. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you get on the schedule. Get on 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 the schedule. We we'll have you back. We love to have you there. Um, we wanna we wanna definitely want you to come back and t- tell us how how the baby's doing. Yeah, for sure. Right. Oh my God, that's gonna be exciting. Cause guess what? You about to change too. Yep. And this oh, is what years. I want you. Huh? This is what I want you to want you to also know, right? That's her baby. She do with her baby how she want to do with her baby, right? Yeah. And that's your baby. And you do how your baby, you do what your baby when you want the way you want to do your baby. Gotcha. When you're with your baby, then you take your baby, you do whatever you want to do with your baby. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, because oftentimes folk get upset. I don't agree the way she raising our son. Well, why don't you take your son and go raise him? He gonna he's he gonna learn from you either. He he's not listening to you anyway. <laughs> he's either gonna be like you or he's gonna be the opposite of you. Yeah. So depending on how you provide a safe space for your son or your daughter, will determine whether or not they want to be just like you or not. Right. True. All right. All right, man. So we we've we've done a lot. It's hour and thirteen minutes. We went over. Yeah, um, but this was huh? No, I said I appreciate the wisdom. Yes, absolutely. I, I like I say, man, I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, and, and that's just that's where I is, and that's where I am. I want to make sure that you um do not end up on this side of the relationship. Yeah. Again. All right. We're getting ready to close out the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. Intimate discoveries, unveiling connections. Uh, where every episode is one step closer to you experiencing the fullness and closeness in relationships. I am your host, Champ Franklin, and thank you for for attending our, our broadcast and we, we look forward to having you back again. Yeah, I will All be right? back. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. And just let me know. All right. Take care. All right, you too. All right. You too. Bye.